Hello and welcome to the Daily Homily with Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Anne's Church in Excelsior Springs, Missouri. Father Drew's Daily Mass can be heard weekdays at 11 Central on Catholic Radio Network Channel Gabriel 2. And now, here's Father Drew. A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Thessalonians. You recall, brothers and sisters, our toil and drudgery, working night and day in order not to burden any of you. We proclaim to you the gospel of God. You are witnesses, and so is God. How devoutly and justly and blamelessly we behaved toward you believers. As you know, we treated each one of you as a father treats his children, exhorting and encouraging you and insisting that you walk in a manner worthy of the God who calls you into his kingdom and glory. And for this reason, we too give thanks to God unceasingly, that in receiving the word of God from hearing us, ye received it not as the word of men, but as it truly is the word of God, which is now at work in you who believe. The word of the Lord. You have searched me, and you know me, Lord. Where can I go from your spirit, from your presence? Where can I flee? If I go up to the heavens, you are there. If I sink to the netherworld, you are present there. If I take the wings of the dawn, if I settle at the farthest limits of the sea, even there your hand shall guide me, and your right hand hold me fast. If I say, Surely the darkness shall hide me, and night shall be my light, for you darkness itself is not dark, and night shines as the day. The Lord be with you. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said, Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, you hypocrites! You are like whitewashed tombs, which appear beautiful on the outside, but inside are full of dead men's bones and every kind of filth. Even so, on the outside you appear righteous, but inside you are filled with hypocrisy and evil doing. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, you hypocrites! You build the tombs of the prophets and adorn the memorials of the righteous. And you say, if we had lived in the days of our ancestors, we would not have joined them in shedding the prophets' blood. Thus you bear witness against yourselves that you are the children of those who murdered the prophets. Now fill up what your ancestors measured out. The Gospel of the Lord. You recall our toil and drudgery, working night and day in order not to burden any of you. We proclaim to you the gospel of God. Thessalonica was a major port city in the northeast of Greece. The Romans took control of the city in 186 BC, and it became an important trade hub located on the Via Ignatia, a 700-mile-long major Roman highway that was paved with smooth stones and was 20 feet wide. Paul's mission was to spread Christianity to the Gentiles, so it just made sense that he would get on that beautiful Roman road and head west across what is now Albania and Macedonia into Greece. To spread Christianity, however, was no easy task. It was full of toil and drudgery. As Paul wrote, it was full of affliction and a work of faith, labor, love, and endurance and hope. Most big cities in the Roman Empire had a good contingent of Jews. Paul and his disciples would go to the synagogue first, citing the Torah and the prophets. They would explain that Jesus Christ was the Messiah. 
After these explanations, a a few converts would be made and a lot of enemies for what Paul preached was blasphemous to most Jewish ears. Not only did it threaten their belief system, it threatened many people's livelihood. Think of those who processed kosher foods, for example. If people stopped eating kosher food, well, the people who produced kosher food would go out of business. For fallen man, it is one thing to threaten his religion. It's a whole other thing to threaten his livelihood, to go after his pocketbook. And so Paul would usually get beat up or run out of town or both. St. Paul got run out of Thessalonica. He wrote the Thessalonians from Corinth, an important port city a couple hundred miles down the coast. We know that Paul was in Corinth in 50 AD, and that helps us date the letter to the Thessalonians. Written in 50 AD, the first letter to the Thessalonians is the oldest New Testament document pinned just 20 some years after Christ's death and resurrection. So the letter to the Thessalonians is old. And this old letter demonstrates that there is nothing new under the sun. Just like in St. Paul's time, Christ's message is too much for most people today. It requires a radical conversion from paganism and self-worship into self-sacrifice and carrying a cross. The world has never really wanted to hear that. Who, after all, wants to carry a cross? We all like to sin, but very few of us like to accept our crosses. St. Paul assures us we are called into Christ's kingdom and glory. We then have to get on that superhighway leading to the heavenly Jerusalem. We have to take our cross with us. Sometimes we drop it, but the church exhorts and encourages us to pick it back up. Christ gives us food for the journey to strengthen us on our way. He gives us his body and blood at Holy Mass. At Holy Mass, which teaches us not to offer self-worship, but self-sacrifice. This is what sustains us as we travel that highway in a manner worthy of the God who calls us, walking in a manner worthy of the God who calls us into his kingdom and glory.